Hi everybody, I hope we're really enjoying and getting a lot from this eternal marriage covenant teaching between Christ and his church and how this reality is to impact our lives and cause us to be singular focused in our relationship with him and allowing him to do what he's come to do and for our focus to be on becoming Christ-like, not just being Christians, but becoming like the Christ himself. And in part seven, we're going to look at what it is to become a pure virgin, one that has never been with the world, one that has never been tainted with the world, one that will be presented as spotless and blameless and complete on the day of the wedding between Christ and his church. And this is a powerful reality. And so often we can hear the words like pure virgin and be confused, like what are you talking about? How do you go back to being one that's never had or been part of with the world? And this is the power of God. This is the power of God's word, the Son who has come to release us, to set us free, to not only die for the nature of sin and being raised again in the power of sin over our lives, but to actually do a complete work of transformation within us, to take us from being broken and literally transform us into complete wholeness and we're going to look at some scriptures in relation to this to be blameless to be presented as complete and whole and also what it is to be in the sanctificational process of being made whole by the power of the spirit and truth itself uh, but 2 corinthians 11 verse 2 says for i am jealous for you with a godly jealousy this is paul talking and Paul is jealous with a godly jealousy. What for? For I betrothed you. I have wanting to unite you with one being. I betrothed you to one husband. So that to Christ I might present you as a pure virgin. To Christ who is to be our husband. That the church might be presented as a pure virgin. One who has never been defiled one who has never been um, you know, affected by the world, the culture of the world. Well, the reality is we all have because we're born of the nature of the world in us. And this is why God wants to come and do this complete work, not just save us from the power of sin, the nature of sin, but do this complete transforming work and bring us back into original design. Let's have a look at Ephesians 1 verse 4. Just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world that we would be holy and blameless before him that you and i would be holy and blameless before him when we stand before him that we would uh, have the nature we would have the character we would have the life of christ we would be complete while we are here on earth ephesians 5 verse 27 that he might present to himself the church in all her glory having no spot or wrinkle or any such thing, that she would be holy and blameless. And then we see also in Colossians 1, 21 to 22, and although you were formerly alienated and hostile in mind, engaged in evil deeds, yet he 
has now reconciled you in his fleshly body through death in order to present you before him holy and blameless and beyond reproach. Well, the purpose of Jesus dying and rising again, as I've said, was to completely and utterly renew us, form us back to this original design of where we were in Christ before we fell. What an amazing promise that God gives us to present us to his son as a pure virgin for our marriage with him. And this is the entire point of our covenantal relationship with Jesus himself. This is the entire context for the scriptures that we would be in this process called sanctification, which the Bible says is the will of God. And to reject that is to reject the will of God not just about being justified it's about being completely saved through justification sanctification and glorification to bring us back to this original design this original state now, this is what 1 Thessalonians 5 23 to 24 states now may God may the God of peace himself sanctify you entirely and may your spirit and soul and body be preserved complete without blame at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He's coming back for his bride. He's coming back for a pure virgin. He's coming back for a people who have had their spirit, their soul, and their body preserved complete all through divine grace, God's power. Faithful as he who calls you and he also will bring it to pass the spirit's role is to present the church the bride of christ the pure virgin as complete as spotless and blameless for our wedding day with the son we are to be guys a pure virgin a radiant bride full of the glory of the father within us just as the sun is and the sun was all from the revelation of truth jesus christ himself and if we don't have a revelation of this then we won't be living in an alignment to this our focus will be taken away with good things with other things that are in god but are not god's main purpose his main priority for us and we will find ourselves ultimately rejecting the sanctification which is the bridal process the pure virgin process and we will be like a virgin in Matthew 25 that do not get invited into our own wedding because we were invited to it but we were not made ready because we didn't understand the central purpose and focus to which everything was actually made and written to be in and this is essential for us. Uh, Paul talks about in 2 Corinthians 11, the Corinthians being led astray in their minds from the simplicity and the purity of this devotional relationship to Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ alone. Not to have another person or another position or another passion or a purpose ahead of becoming a pure virgin, one that's never been with the world, through the sanctificational process 
And Paul compares us being led astray from this, from the reality of Eve being led astray in the garden. And now he is comparing that. That's pretty significant. In fact, it's massive. The fall of mankind, Paul is comparing the demonic leading you and I astray from what this is really about, becoming a pure virgin, complete in Christ. It's a very powerful reality, and we have to grasp this ourselves. And he comes and he suggests a whole lot of things to us. So I want you to ask yourself this question today. Do I have a singular, devoted life to Christ and Christ alone? Or do I share this part of my life with many other people, possessions, and priorities? Paul is saying the craftiness of the demonic is leading us astray from the simplicity and the purity of a singular focused relationship, a covenantal relationship with Jesus himself. And we are missing it as a whole. And the reality is many in the body of Christ are missing the singular purpose. And we will miss out on our inheritance. To, know, to not know this eternal truth is to be prioritizing other things ahead of it, like feeding the poor, trying to find your gifts, signs and wonders, reaching the lost, all the programs, attending services, attending groups, singing songs, going to conferences, chasing the spirit all over the world sort of a thing. What about getting married, having kids? becoming the greatest sportsman, becoming the greatest CEO, all good things. But they're distracting us from the main thing. And the demonic is having a field day at doing this because the church is unaware, because she doesn't have the revelation, because she can't see what's written by Paul in these scriptures. And Paul warns us of this in verse 4, 2 Corinthians 11 verse 4, where he says, if one comes and preaches another Jesus whom we have not preached, or you receive a different spirit which you have not received, or a different gospel which you have not accepted, you bear this beautifully. This isn't another religion or another cult, but it's those who come and they are preaching their version of Jesus, their version of the spirit, and their version of the gospel, and they are missing the main point they are leading us astray. They are leading us into other things that are of God, but they're not the main point in God. And they sound right and they can appear right. And this is why we need discernment to be able to discern and hear and see in the spirit. Um, Paul said that he is the one, although he may not be the flesh, this apostle with flesh of speech, he is a man of knowledge. And he said, with this knowledge I give you, it will bring you into this life. He said, for I consider myself not in the least inferior to the most eminent apostles. But even if I am unskilled in speech, yet I am not so in knowledge, living knowledge. In every way we have made this evident to you in all things. What he's saying is, by the way I live my life, I've made it evident. I may not be the flashiest speaker. But I am a man of knowledge, living knowledge, true knowledge. And when our minds are not being renewed by the power of the Holy Spirit through revelation, 
What we're doing is we are acquiring false knowledge through human learning. It's a false knowledge of God through our human learning, which in turn creates a false Jesus, a false gospel, and a false spirit. And it produces death, not life. And this is a real issue. And this is so subtle. And the deception is they can be good things, but it's so subtle. It leads you away from the main thing of becoming a pure virgin. Paul said, I'm jealous to present you to Christ as a pure virgin. So may the main thing be your sanctificational process. And out of that, let everything else flow. We see in Matthew 25, God say to these virgins, I do not know you, right? He says, truly I say to you, I do not know you. God is saying, I know you didn't make loving me and entering into that process of sanctification, which is the will of God, your greatest priority. You were doing all these other things. You were running around doing all these other things and you didn't make this your number one priority because you didn't get revelation. Although it was spoken, you didn't hear it. And so I don't know you. I know who you are, but I know you didn't love me. Matthew 25, 10. And while they were going away to make the purchase, the bridegroom came and those who were ready went in with him to the wedding feast and the door was shut. Those who were ready went in. Those that weren't ready didn't get to go in. And this is not a lost and a found reality. This is for all followers of Jesus Christ. The followers who didn't know the main point of becoming a pure virgin, a spotless, blameless bride, one that went into a process to go from being with the world to be completely of the spirit and to be in life, who didn't grasp this, you will not enter into your own invitation of your own wedding. And so I pray this is encourages you, pray it challenges you. If you have any questions, please ask them. We'll see you soon.